Good morning, this is Janice from Two Sisters and a Book, and we are in the process of going live on Facebook. Carol Sue, take it away as I get us all set up here. Awesome, super, super excited. It is Trending Tuesday. It is Tuesday. What is today? Thursday. See, I don't even know what day it is. So that kind of tells you where my week has been. But anywho, it is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Nani Boss with two sisters. And a book. And my name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva on the Heart Rate Monitor. It looks like things are preparing for Facebook here. Um, let's see. Carol Sue is going to keep an eye out for... Looking for that red light. It's so, you know, it's so exciting because I wonder, you know, I, I often say this, like if you're in a studio, right, you know, you're a reporter for, you know, a major network, whatever. And, you know, you're looking at the camera and bam, just like that. Every time I say it, I see that red sign. We are live right now on Facebook. It is trending Thursday. Do I have the day right? Yes, I do. I believe I do this time. I do believe that. This is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Nani Boss, live from a dreary looking Vero Beach at the moment, but I am with my better half, two sisters. And the book. And I don't know why I do this, but I do that when we get to end a book. So, um, may, you know what? Hey, that might be a new dance move. And a book, and a book, and a book. You know, it, always, uh, it kind of reminds me from Elaine from Seinfeld. I have some of those. Uh, yes. Yeah. She does that with the leg. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Did, in, 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 I bet you our audience doesn't realize, totally sidebar, that our cat is little Jerry Seinfeld. That's right. Yep. That's right. Absolutely. So we have a lot, lot to cover today and we have an amazing guest on today. I'm so excited to introduce her and we're just going to dive right on into it. So our guest today, her name is Ariana Feldberg. And I've known Ari for, I think about a year and a half, two years, almost two years, I believe. And I was gracious enough to also meet her dad, who I've kind of adopted as my second dad. Um, He has no choice in the matter, nor does your mom. It's just the way it is. But anyways, Ari um, has a great story to tell, and she is one of our co-authors in the Knockout Shelley Project. So without further ado, Ariana, welcome. We're so excited to have you on our podcast. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. So we've chatted so much about different topics on our podcast. And the one thing that always comes up is women's wellness. And I actually had a great discussion with your dad the other day who, by the way, is always pushing me to do more. Thank you, Dr. (laughs) Fender. Yeah, he told me he gave you a hard time. (laughs) Oh, he did. He did. But what I love about that is if you think enough about somebody to tell them how you truly feel, I think that's the best form of flattery because perhaps they don't see something in you that they see and they want to push you toward that. Absolutely. you know, when I met your, when I met you and when I met your dad, we had a great discussion about heart care, not just for women. Um, and your dad introduced me to the Bell Donine method. 
and you went to school, um, and I forgot, somewhere out west. Yeah, Utah. Utah. So if you would just kind of fill our audience in on what I'm, what we're talking about, the bail Denine method and the cardio, the cardiac. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, last year, about two years ago, my dad went to some fancy pre-cert, you know, old huge meeting, um, that was talking about Dennis. My dad's a dentist, by the way, in case we forgot to tell you that. Um, and so, uh, he went to this meeting for, um, the ties between your oral health and cardiovascular health. Uh, and he had this um, heart attack and stroke preventative scan done called the CIMT, which stands for uh, carotid intima media thickness, which I'll explain later. It doesn't really matter. Uh, but it's, it's a CIMT test and it's a heart attack and stroke prevention screening. It's uh, non-invasive, um, no needles, no disrobing, no um, radio... Um, uh, there's... <laughs> I'm sorry, more coffee needed in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, it's completely pain-free. It's ultrasound. So you don't have to worry about anything, you know, negative towards your body. And so my dad had the scan when he went to this Bale Deneen clinic and, um, he, they found actually my dad that he had a plaque in his carotid artery. And what this test looks for is the early signs of cardiac disease and cardiovascular disease, um, and atherosclerosis. And it catches 98.6% of heart attacks and stroke before they happen. And what's really cool about this test is that if you do have any findings, um, which about 60, 65% of people do have findings, everything is fixable. It's all reversible. So it's not a death sentence. It's nothing scary. Um, and it, you know, I, one of the best ways that it was explained to me was if you're driving 70 miles an hour down the highway and there's a tree a mile off your front bumper um, and you, you've got your eyes closed, uh, more often than not, if it's a mile down the road, you can open your eyes and avoid the tree. Um, and that's this test, it can avoid the tree. But if that tree is 100 feet off of your front bumper, don't open your eyes, just hit the tree. It's much simpler that way. So it kind of is like the preventative medicine that you have a long way out in front of you to do something about it and get your health back under control. So what the bail Deneen method uh, it does is it's a a state-of-the-art kind of new-ish way of looking at uh, your general health and well-being and, and includes a lot of tests that should be standard of care in medicine but are not. Um, and they do a lot of amazing things. Um, if you're curious, read their book. It's called Beat the Heart Attack Gene. Uh, Janice has a copy. There you go. <laughs> uh, Beat the Heart Attack Gene. It's on Amazon. It's everywhere, bookstores, that sort of thing. Um, it is an eye-opening, holy Kalamoli uh, book to read. Um, there are so many things that we can do that are so easy to fix our health um, and not have to worry about having a heart attack or stroke. So to sort of bring it all back to me going out to Utah, um, this is career number three for me. Uh, <laughs> I've been a research marine biologist, uh, which I loved, um, but unfortunately lost funding for that. Um, went back into doing uh, some stuff that I'd done with my dad in high school and I became a dental technician. So I still do that part-time uh, and I make anything removable for the mouth. So dentures are basically what I specialize in. Uh, but technology is changing. So the dental world is starting to shift towards doing all things uh, with CAD cam and 3D scanning. And I don't wanna sit in front of a computer. Like I really enjoy working with my hands. So when my dad went out to this pre-cert and learned about the CIMT test, 
I said, well, gee, staff, like, what do you have to do to do that? Like, can I go to school to do that? Like, what do you need to be a doctor? Do you need to be a nurse? Like, what do you need to do? And he said, well, let's find out. So uh, basically it's a very intensive program. I went out to Utah and um, we all practiced scanning on each other. And while I was out in Utah and we were practicing on each other, the woman who was scanning me, um, you know, was kind of looking all of a sudden very seriously at her screen and I see her doing this and I'm like, uh oh, you know, so I'm thinking, what is she seeing in me, you know, my neck? So all of a sudden she goes, um, Todd? And Todd's the teacher and he's been doing this forever. And uh, he comes over and he's like, huh. I shouldn't be there. And I'm thinking, you know, my eyes are getting huge. Like oh God, I, my eyes gonna, are getting huge thinking of this. Yeah. I'm like, am I about to drop dead? You know? So I'm trying, you know, you're not laying on a table with your head turned to the side because this is where they're ultrasounding. And I'm trying to look at the screen. Like, what is she seeing? I think my eyes were going to pop on my head. But anyway, long story short, school literally saved my life. Um, I, they found a plaque in my right carotid artery uh, that had an 80% chance of killing me or causing me to wear diapers by the time I'm 50. Um, I know women aren't supposed to really, you know, tell their age, but I'm 43. <laughs> so sometime in the next seven years or 10 years, I would have either been dead or having someone change my diapers for no reason. Um, I have no family history. I have uh, no issues with uh, heart attack or stroke in any part of my family. Uh, no one that I, you know, I'm related to has ever had high cholesterol, high blood pressure, none of that. Like I should be, according to my genetics, a picture of health. Um, and I've never had cholesterol issues, never had blood pressure issues. I grew up as an athlete riding horses competitively. There is no reason that I should have a plaque in my carotid artery. Um, and I would have been one of those people that just randomly dropped dead or had a stroke on the floor. Uh, so this, this whole test and schooling like literally saved my life. Um, and oops, I knock over my coffee. Uh, everything in this world happens for a reason. And me going back to school uh, to do this is literally what saved my life. Um, so now I'm super passionate about scanning everybody because if it can happen to me that has no warning symptoms or, or lifestyle issues, um, it can happen to anybody. Uh, and so it's really important for people to get looked at. Wow, that is, that is so impactful. And, and if you don't mind, you know, letting our audience know. So what was, you know, obviously we wanted to definitely dig deeper into the testing, but what did, how do they resolve that? So th that's a good thing. So everything's reversible. So since it was caught early, um, it's very easy for them to fix it. And most often what the doctors will do is put you on a statin, um, a cholesterol medication. And even though I don't have high cholesterol, uh, they put me on Restuvastatin, which is the generic for Crestor. And it's the only uh, medicine for cholesterol that's approved by the FDA for not only cholesterol medication, but also for its anti-inflammatory properties. And so for me, what they're doing is they're using it for the anti-inflammatory properties because inflammation causes plaque. And so if we can reduce the inflammation, um, we reduce the likelihood of causing more plaques. Uh, and also what it helps to do is it helps to harden the plaque, which sounds kind of counterintuitive. Like why do you want to harden things in your arteries? But if you think of it like a pimple on your face, um, which is kind of gross, but uh, you don't want the pimple to pop because that's actually what causes the heart attack and the stroke. If it stays safely walled off in the artery, like in the wall of your artery, then your body is safe. It's okay. As long as it's not impeding blood flow um, or you know, uh, making an obstruction, it's better off in the wall because it's not doing any harm there. When it pops is when you have a problem. Uh, 
so the resuvastatin not only helps to reduce inflammation, but it allows my body to put a calcified layer over the top of that plaque so that it, it, it helps it to not rupture. Um, it makes it more like a hard cyst instead of like a little white head pimple. Okay, so I would imagine then you have to do frequent follow-ups. Yes, um, if you have findings on your scan, like I said, you know, about a third of the people have some sort of a finding on your scan. Uh, basically what you should do is be rescanned every year. Um, it takes about six months for the resuvastatin or the Crestor to do its job and to start um, calcifying the plaque. And then you come back about a year later to be rescanned and to check just to make sure that whatever protocol the doctor has ordered is doing its job and doesn't need to have anything tweaked or the dosage changed um, or anything like that. And so how would, how would someone actually get this test? I mean, because it's, 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 it's it probably, I'm assuming, and I, I'm not really sure that it would be something that you could ask your doctor to do or not. You don't even need a prescription from your doctor. You can call, uh, you can call me directly. You can call any CIMT uh, tech that's certified in this method. Um, you don't have to go through your doctor, which is lovely. You can be proactive in your own self-care and preventative medicine. Mm. Um, and you get, you know, I'm not a doctor, I just perform the scan. Uh, and then I send the results to Cardio Risk out in Salt Lake City, Utah um, through a secure network. They have uh, fancy technology and trained readers that will look at over 600 measurements uh, and measure within uh, a third of the width of your hair on your head. That's how accurate the measurements are. And, and about how long do you, how, about how long would, a person get their results? How long does that take? The, the test itself takes 20 minutes and the results come back to you in two to three weeks. And Cardio Risk will uh, directly either email or paper mail them to you. Uh, and it comes back with a whole report and it tells you um, it's color coded, red, yellow, and green. Uh, mm -hmm. If you're in the green, you are good to go. Keep doing what you're doing and it looks great. If there are things that are in the yellow, then those are things that, you know, we need to kind of step in a little bit and see if we can prevent them from going red. Let's get them back in the green. And so sometimes that's something as simple as a lifestyle change, um, maybe changing your diet. If you're eating a lot of fatty foods, uh, trying to get some more exercise, sleeping, you know, drinking more water, all the things that we always hear. Um, and then if you've had something that comes back in the red, then that's definitely something you want to take it to your primary care provider and um, ask for their help and say, okay, this is, you know, my report. This is how it came back. Uh, obviously things need to be looked at and, you know, maybe you need to be put on some sort of a pharmacological intervention, i.e. the statin. Um, but it, it's something to definitely take to your doctor if there's something in the yellow or the red to have that discussion with them. And now when you're looking, doing the tests, can you you know, because I, I will be that, that person, that patient will be like, okay, what do you see? I want to know now. I want to know, am I, what color am I? What color am I? Like, I can just, I know how I am. <laughs> uh, like I said, I'm not a doctor. Um, and so, and I don't have x-ray vision, you know, that's detailed enough to see a third of the width of your hair. Um, I can, however, tell you that if there is a major obstruction, um, I will let you know that I think you need to go see um, a cardiologist uh, and get some further testing. Um, I have had one patient where I did immediately send him um, to his physician and I called his physician personally and we expedited his scan results. Um, there are times where you see things on the monitor and you're like, you know, your eyes pop out of your head and you're trying to stay calm and professional because the person, the patient has come in completely asymptomatic and they're going to leave asymptomatic, but it's the, it's the time frame that we want to keep them asymptomatic, you know. 
um, there was a news broadcaster a few years ago that, you know, on air went through all of the, you know, heart attack and stroke prevention and he did the, the stress test and he did all the pulmonary function tests and they passed him with flying colors and like three days later he had a stroke on screen or a heart attack on screen and it, you just, some of those tests are not complete. They don't give you the whole picture. And so this, the CIMT test is one aspect of being the healthiest you possible and being preventative medicine. So uh, what is the name of the test? It's called the CIMT, which stands for carotid intima media thickness. So basically it's, we're looking at the actual thickness. Your, the, your carotid artery is only one cell thick. And so we're looking at over time, like when you're first born, those two layers are nice and tight. Like that's how they should be. But over time, you know, life happens and, you know, we get stresses, we get pollution, we get whatever. And it starts to have some nicks and tears and cuts along that nice little Teflon conduit that we're born with. So over time, that layer that starts like this starts to spread. And what this test does is it looks at the thickness of that wall. And there's a strong correlation between how thick the wall is and your risk for heart attack and stroke. Wow. And wow. It's, yeah, it's a very wow. specific protocol and we look at a very specific area. So people are like, well, why is that important? Who cares? It's because you need to have the reproducibility. So over time, if you go to someone that's not trained in this method and they do a carotid ultrasound, like a lot of hospitals do what's called a Doppler, which is a carotid ultrasound but they're only looking to see if you have uh, a 70% occlusion. You know, if you have something that's blocking more than 70%, that's the only time that a surgeon can actually intervene. You have to be more than 70% occluded. Um, but oftentimes people have a heart attack or stroke long before they're 70% occluded. I would have been one of those people um, because my plaque is one of those really dangerous, soft, squishy ones. And so that can rupture at any time. And, and I have very little occlusion. Um, but that doesn't matter. It's the soft, squishy part that's the scary thing. So right. this test is just another tool in the toolbox to help you be the healthiest you. And mm -hmm. super important for women because we tend to be really stoic and not go to doctor. Like we put our families first, we put everybody, we tend to be the caregivers and we forget to take care of ourselves. And, you know, I grew up riding horses competitively. I can't tell you how many injuries I've had. And my general theory is, eh, if there's not blood spurting or bones protruding, I'm fine. So I'm one of those people that probably would have a heart attack and be like, oh, it's just a little heartburn. Like, it's fine. It'll be, it'll be all good. And then I'll be, you know, drop dead on the kitchen floor. So it's really important, especially for women, to take the time out of our crazy schedule, which has only gotten crazier lately, um, and really take the half an hour you know, come get scanned and make sure that you're the healthiest you possible. And it's not scary because like I said, everything is reversible. It's not a death sentence. If anything, it's a life sentence. <laughs> it keeps you healthy. And that's right. awesome because it, the other key piece to that women versus men are, you know, warning signs a lot of times are not even the same kind of, I think, uh, signs that we normally would think of. I mean, normally, oh, I'm having a heart attack. And a lot of times it's, you know, uh, you know, ache in your jaw, it could be your back, you know, some stiffness. There are a lot of different symptoms, men versus women. Obviously, you know, we're different. So that yep. would be to be expected. And I think sometimes what frequently happens is women, like you say, we be almost become complacent. We, we're caregivers. We put everyone first. And a lot of times we don't even associate that that sign actually is a serious sign. 
Yeah, absolutely. And unfortunately, even when we do go to the doctor, oftentimes, unfortunately, women are misdiagnosed with anxiety or a panic attack or, you know, whatever. It, it tends to be overlooked. And so you have to be your own advocate. You really have to be strong in your desire to get, you know, the help that you need um, and not let them sort of pat you on the head and say, oh, you're fine, dear. Like, you know, just take two Advil and you'll be good tomorrow. <laughs> now, how are our audience, you know, I know Jan had the test. Right. And I do have my, um, my results if um, you would like to see them. And, yeah. and I, obviously myself and my husband, Gary had the test, very non-invasive. Uh, it took, you know, for the both of us, maybe 20, 25 minutes, if that. So let me bring that up for you because um, I definitely want to show you and share. Let's see. All right. Can you guys see this on my Absolutely. screen? Absolutely. That's yeah. awesome. Yep. So this was emailed to me and uh, I want to say it was less than two weeks because I had, we had our um, exam um, on August 9th and within two weeks we had the results back. So th this, these are the scans um, that Ari is referring to that she took, all the different pictures. Wow. It, now, now after the average person, they're probably like, what? Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> and I kind of look at this and, you know, I show this obviously to my physician and, you know, that's probably another topic of conversation. They, in a lot of respect, they really didn't know what to do, but um, as you that's a hard part, and that's something that we are working towards. Um, the folks at Cardio Risk um, do have a 1-800 number that they have a physician-to-physician -physician, um, consultation, because this is kind of, a, even though the technology has been around for 40 years and people have been doing the scan for a lot of time, it's not standard of care yet. And I say yet because I'm determined that it should be. Um, so I'm stubborn and I'm going to you know, try to get this out there as much as possible. But unfortunately, a lot of physicians really do get the results and they're like, I have no idea what this means. You know, now what do I do with it? Um, so there is a 1-800 number that the, the, the physician can call um, or, you know, your primary care provider, if it's a nurse practitioner, whomever that it is, uh, they can have a, a, a doctor to doctor, so to speak, um, consultation with the folks at Cardio Risk, and they can help explain what the results mean um, in doctor lingo <laughs> to help your, your primary care know what to do with it. Okay, so we've got color coding going on here. We got some yellows, we got some greens, and we got... Gary. One, one red here. Um, and again, I can't even begin to, you know, explain what this is all about. I just want to show um, our viewing audience. And obviously on audio, you can't see this, but I have one in green, two in yellow, one, <laughs> excuse me, in red. Now, what <laughs> funny or indifferent, I don't know, but um, patient age at the time was 57 my arterial age based on my arteries has me at 68. oh you know what i was not reading this correctly i was assuming that gary was the red no this is all this is, this all, is all you okay i don't yeah. i was just looking at i don't know i i thought never mind I get it. So, so these are all my test results and about a month after i receive this, you know, had the conversation with my physician and I will be going back for another scan probably the next time that Ari's in town. 
and they want to see an updated version before they put me on anything because we had discussed and again i'm not you know from my conversation with my physician you know and as ari as you were describing a lot of them don't know um what to do with all of this information so that is good to know for when i bring the updated test results to them so yep and and basically janice what you know just going briefly over your results what makes you in the red is the is the plaque burden mm -hmm. so any any inflammation um, that is uh, more than one millimeter is considered plaque. Um, prior to that, it's just considered thickening of the walls and you know life happens kind of thing. But once that intima media thickness reaches more than a millimeter, then it's actually classified as a plaque. And what's great about what carotid, um, cardio risk does with your carotid ultrasound is they will actually tell you what kind of plaque it is. So if it's a soft, squishy one like mine, that's really dangerous because it, it's unstable and it can rupture at any time. Um, or, you know, so if you look down, you'll see where it says like 1.3H, um, that's heterogeneous. So what that means is it's starting to calcify. It's a mixture of soft, squishy and hard. So that's sort of in the process of being calcified. And then if it says E, which you don't have any that are E, um, that means echogenic, which means it's already hard. It's calcified. It looks like a cyst. It's in the much more stable, quote unquote, safer, um, sort of, uh, classification um and so you if, if and then if you have something that's called soft those are the ones like i told you that are you know really rather dangerous um uh, because those can rupture at any time uh and and those are the ones that you really want to get after with your doctor right away right exactly um so when you come back hopefully we'll be able to also arrange something in the north haven area for Absolutely. our you know, and that would be great. Very non-invasive. So let me stop the screen. Now you're in, you're in Massachusetts? Yeah, I live in Martha's Vineyard. Um, and so I, I uh, primarily scan here out of a dentist's office. And, you know, a lot of people are like, what? I don't understand the correlation. Why do you keep talking about dentists? This is your cardiovascular health. What does the two have to do with each other? There is a huge, huge, huge tie between your cardiovascular health and your oral health. And when people actually have surgery done on their carotid artery, where they actually have to, as my, my sister's a nurse practitioner, and as she calls it, rotorootering, <laughs> if they actually go in and remove the plaque and rotorooter, um, they often will biopsy that plaque. And over a third of those plaques have dental DNA in them. So that means that that plaque that's in your neck originated in your mouth and some sort of an infection, some sort of, uh, you know, like a, a gum issue, something like that. So... Uh, it is really important to take care of your teeth, not just so you have a pretty smile. Uh, there is so much more going on there than people realize. Um, your mouth can tell you a whole plethora of things about your overall health. Uh, so it drives me nuts when people are like, oh, it's just a little pink in the sink when I brush my teeth, it's no big deal. Or, oh, it's just a little abscess, it's no big deal. I can tell you it is a big deal. My 21-year-old nephew died in three days from an abscess tooth. Now, granted, he had some other health complications, but in three days, an abscess tooth caused my nephew to pass away. And oh my died. gosh. So it, it's really important, y'all, to take care of your teeth. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, wow, this has been a very powerful and impactful podcast and the sharing of the information 
um, not only on women's health, but the men's health, of course, and the, the correlation with heart health and dental health. Um, hopefully at some point we can have Dr. Feldberg on to further educate ourselves. He will definitely continue to give me a hard time, that is for sure. Um, Ari, um, you know, for our listening audience out there, it, what is one word of advice? You know, obviously we talked a lot about a lot of great information today to, for everybody to think about. What is one piece of advice that somebody can walk away with and say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to do that. I guess for me, the, the best advice I can be is um, be your own advocate, you know, go out there and research things. And, you know, if you want to get a test done, get a test done. You know, if you want to, um, you know, learn more, like always learn, um, you know, that's the best thing that I can suggest. Uh, you know, I'm a, like I mentioned, I'm on career number three. Um, so I've kind of had to keep reinventing myself in order to, um, survive and, and help people. Um, you know, I, that's kind of where I really want to steer my life is to helping other people. And this test saves lives. Uh, it catches 98.6% of heart attack and stroke before they happen. Um, and the takeaway, you know, for someone that said, I'm going to do that, go do it. Um, you know, research it, find a, a, a CIMT technician, um, Cardio Risk is a great resource. They can help steer you in the right direction. Um, their number is out in Utah. If you look them up online, um, you can contact me. Um, I have my own uh, website on Facebook at carotidcare.com, uh, or you can reach out to me personally. Uh, the great thing about it is I'm completely portable. <laughs> so me and my little ultrasound are kind of in the size of a, a you know, a online check-in, you know, overhead compartment sort of briefcase. Um, and so I can travel anywhere. Um, and I'm happy to do that. Um, I would go anywhere to help people out. Um, I am actually going to be getting back to Connecticut um, shortly. Uh, there's a whole bunch of folks in the teachers unions that are going to be getting scanned that showed some interest. Um, and, you know, if you get six or eight people together, I'm happy to pack my stuff and get on the boat and head to wherever you are. <laughs> um, scanning party. Yeah. See, it can kind of be like a Tupperware party, but a scanning party. There I you like go. that idea. I like that idea because, you know, we, why not, you know, be obviously proactive in health and wellness, but embrace it. Because I think part of the whole issue with health and wellness is really breaking the barrier of being afraid, Absolutely. breaking the barrier of like, I'm not, you know, I'll, I'll put it to the side because you're, you know, generally speaking, I think most people don't, or they're not advocates in their own health because they're afraid of right. the results. Well, and that's what's great. Some people are afraid of the results. Some people are afraid of, you know, not, I'm not a doctor. What do I know? You know, that sort of thing. But don't be afraid to ask questions. You know, that's what your physician or your primary care provider, or your nurse practitioner, whomever you see, that's what they're there for. You know, so if you have questions, ask them. Um, I kind of stay away from looking it up online because, you know, a lot of these online things are not always, you know, well looked after and nobody's check back checking and that sort of thing. But ask your primary care. If you don't understand, ask, you know, and if they don't have the answer, ask them to find the answer, you know, or find another resource, but you have to be your own advocate and, and not be afraid to, you know, demand the best for yourself. Uh, and this is a test that, you, that is so painless, 20 minutes, no needles, no disrobing. Um, you know, I literally scan from here to here. I'm not touching any place that's scary. Um, and it can really give you a full picture of what your cardiac health is. And 
for many of us, myself definitely included, I had no idea. I was a walking, talking, ticking time bomb. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. But crazy. you know what? The, you know, we always talk about pivoting and you've obviously pivoted your journey in your careers, but having a pivot that also results in a life-saving moment for yourself, for your health and wellness that also brings you to implement that and go for it and create another career that you're continuing that message is that's powerful. Yeah. And if I can save one person's life because they sat in my chair, uh, I'm ecstatic. You know, I mean, like I, I'm one of those people that's literally would have never had any prior indication of being at risk for heart attack and stroke. I just would have, like I said, dropped dead or been having someone change my diapers in my fifties. No, thank you. <laughs> um, and if I can help one person, you know, in, 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 and intervene and give them a piece of information for their overall health, then, then it's all worth it. You know, I really want to help people be the healthiest that they can be and live as long as they can be. I mean, we're all going to die. That's part of life, you know, but I want to help you be as healthy as you can be for as long as you can be. Absolutely. Wow. Well said. Well said. Oh my God. This has been such a great podcast. Uh, we can't wait to have you on again. We would definitely love to have you on again. Love it. Yeah. And everybody out there, remember that there are always ways to health and you can make the difference by being your own advocate. Once again, Ari, thank you so much for being on today. My name is Janice Malillo, the other half of Two Sisters. And a book. And I am Carol Sureem, live from Vero Beach in this gloomy day, but I'm going to add my own sunshine. What's trending in your life today on this Thursday? AKA Nani Boss signing out. Thank you so much, Ariana. That was amazing. Thanks for having me, ladies. <laughs>